And we're back coming to you from Parts Unknown. Once again, these are your hosts. Rocky. I don't... I, I froze. And Yep. <laughs> and Rick. R&R. Uh, &R. I'm not wearing my headphones, so it's very interesting. But I didn't want to. I don't like not wearing headphones. Uh, these headphones are destroyed, so they kind of like leave all the black... Just buy them new cups, bro. Dips. Didn't you say you're going to bring headphones to leave here? Yeah, but that was when I didn't like come from work. That's what I'm saying. Just, well, just hey. next time, bring some. Just leave them here. Or put them in your car in the morning. Uh, so that way you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. These converters, right? Yeah, that's, that's a splitter. Nobody has, like, because... No, there is a splitter here. You have a... No, but this headphone port is, like, the big boy headphone port, right? Yeah, no, there's, there's an adapter. Okay, I would need the adapter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's more than one, I think. And okay. Then, yeah, I think the splitter is on an adapter. Okay. okay. Real technical jargon for. Uh... Um. Okay. So, like we said, this weekend was a full gear. Okay. A dubs. We both saw it. Good. Yeah. Uh I enjoyed it. Yeah. I didn't I see. So. I didn't see the dark match. So I didn't either. I don't watch any of the non pay per view things. It was already a pain in the ass to try to watch it somehow. Without paying like 50 bucks for it. What a cheapskate. I didn't do that either. <laughs> yeah, but fuck Why don't you just go to TimeTube? WooTube. Because then you got to wait for the replay and shit. No, WooTube, they do it live. Do they? Yeah, it's live. I wasn't home. Oh, uh -huh. oh, that's what you mean. Oh, well then, yeah, watch wrestling or wherever the fuck you saw it. I would assume watch wrestling. No, all those were being shitty. Oh, okay. Um. So, yeah, so let's go down this and our thoughts on that card. Because we can we can talk about the end, but I'd rather just kind of just jump into it like that. So first match was uh let me see if I can remember this. I figured that's what you were trying to do. It wasn't the tag match. No. No. I'm just giving you a blinking emoji. I know. Shit, I don't know it. It was the tag match. Was it? It was the, it was the, the triple? No, it was the Bucks versus... So it was a tag match, yeah. <laughs> well, you said the tag match. I'm like, I'll let you see. I was, you figure out which the, one. I was thinking the triple threat in my head. But I yes. see. No, it was that one. Yeah. A very good match. Yeah. Yeah, it was Rock and Roll Express on the side. Uh, yeah. Ricky Morton fucking did a Sunset Flip powerbomb. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying he did a Sunset Flip Canadian Destroyer, which yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking blew my mind. And then he did How a did they still wrestle? Yeah, but the Sunset <laughs> Flip Canadian Destroyer was... What the fuck? Um, so yeah, it was really good. Uh, Prime and Powerful, awesome. Uh, I, I mean, mean, yeah, they're they're all pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, it was obviously they should have won, you know, would, to put him over. But it it still kind of sucks that the the whole elite guys are just on this massive losing streak. But we talked about it before. It feel you know they're trying to be the good guys and push over people, but it still makes them look like they're just you know. Losing. I don't think it matters personally. In this company, it does because they have the wins and losses matter. So it makes I, yeah, you know, I know, but and they show your your actual win-loss record on your name yeah but it doesn't it doesn't uh, like you could be playing a fucking app game and lose a couple of like rounds and then you bounce back and then you win a bunch of rounds well yeah 
I guess uh, it's because they're new people and they're trying to um, yeah. introduce. That's them. why I don't think it diminishes them in any way, shape, or form. Like my opinion of them is not any less. Well, and we, if they all became champions immediately, I'd be like, well, yeah, no. But I, I guess I'm saying it from like a person who's never seen them before. Like we know who they are. Uh, you have to be along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Just because they're an established talent somewhere else does not mean that they're going to be a top talent here. And like it's smart of them being in control of the entire thing. To not like they already get more than enough TV time. Uh-huh. So obviously, like Riho, she's on TV every week. Right? That at least sends it whether she wins or loses, even though she wins more than she loses. Uh, I think she just lost what a tag match? Yeah, uh to Amy Sagara. Um But that match is already. But the fact that before. she's on TV makes her important, as opposed to people that you'll see, you know, like Kip Sabian. Like when you see him, well, now he's come back around because of his um... right, right. But I'm saying like he's not he's not like a constant presence on the TV. Yeah, I think that holds more water for a casual viewer Mm -hmm. because you know they're just whatever. But I don't think the show appeals to casual viewers yet. I think it very much is trying to scoop in the the uh, lapsed fan. I think that that seems to be the primary thing. It's like, I know what wrestling is. I have an awareness of wrestling, but I've been soured to it for some time. And this appeals to me. So I have an understanding of like the mechanisms of wrestling as opposed to just some kid who's just like, what's this? I think they still gravitate towards WWE. I think it's smart also to make the play for the laps fan because then you get the word of mouth. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's their because none of their characters are like a John Cena. Where a kid could be like, this is my hero. I want to champion this guy. Well, that's what Cody was. He is their massive. Yeah, but he doesn't, he's, he doesn't appeal to a kid the same way John Cena does. Right. Well, yes, understandable. But that's also not their demographic per se. So like, I think I think it's fine, is, I guess is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit that they're losing. Like if Cody won the title, I'd be like, man, that was real fast. Well, that yeah, that, that's the thing. When we were talking about that, like Cody shouldn't win now. Right, you know, <laughs> but the stipulation made made it feel, feel like, like well, Cody has to win, yeah. Because then if not, then what? They're gonna make him wrestle again some other time for the title, and that's just gonna go back on what they said, and and that's just WWE booking where they just kind of throw out shit, and then hey, you forgot about it two months ago. Even though it was, <laughs> it was interesting, I was listening to the uh, conference call uh, leading up to Full Gear, and um, people were asking him not necessarily about like the from the booking standpoint, but just like. What things did you kind of assume were one way in WWE uh-huh. and find out that like there were potentially reasons, just background stuff, you know, like a behind the scenes stuff, that there were reasons that WWE did them this way, even though they didn't make sense to you at the time. And he was just like, yeah, there have been a couple of things like that, you know, et cetera, et cetera. He didn't go into detail, of course, but like, it's just interesting to see that like sometimes where it seems like a very logical, like, why didn't you just do this thing? And it's just like because you do it this other way and then that sets you up for something down the line or whatever. So, I mean, I could see that playing a part. I don't think they're just going to be like, you know, the world is upside down and I just like rewrote the script five minutes ago and yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah. No, no one does that shit. That's crazy. <laughs> Except one person. Um, So, yeah, uh, it's good. Prime Powerful went over uh, street, street Sweeper in the end. It was that, that gum spot. And he spit the gum out and then he ate it. <laughs> but it was a it was a nice like even back and forth for the most part. Yeah, but they made like the, that. but they looked awesome in that match. Wobbly Ortiz um, is also very funny. 
when he got super kicked. He was just like, whoop, whoop, oh, fall. Yeah, yeah. That was very good. Prime Power looked great. I mean, they're very good. Uh, I guess, and I would assume it's going to lead up to them against the Rock and Roll. And before they came here, they had a few, uh, any match with the Rock and Roll, mm-hmm. and it was good. So, you know, uh, it still blows my mind. <laughs> I mean, like, I didn't, I still don't really watch Impact, but I remember when they introduced the new LAX that uh, there was, was a lot them. of, yeah, there was a lot of buzz about them being like really good. Yeah. And I mean, coming from like, what was it a homicide and uh, uh wow what's his name i want to say like martinez or somebody it's like. it's uh <laughs> it's homicide and is it martinez i don't remember what? that's the problem i was gonna say ortiz yeah no that was the first thing i was like no no yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. current one whatever uh coming from them who also were like exceptional in a different way uh it was cool to hear that the new lax uh had something to bring to the table, but they were also more high flyy and they can Saint, um, Santana and, uh, no, no, it's Hernandez. Damn it. Yes. Yes. They're both. Homicide and Hernandez. Yes. Just pick the generic Hispanic last name. Yeah, bro. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Like, I, I like it and I like that they keep proving that they're, you know, they can hang with the bucks who like from when we started this podcast, where you are very much on the like fucking spot monkeys train. They've really come a long way. You know, they, they're still like spot heavy, but it's not nearly as bad as it was several years ago. Yeah. Where it was just spots after spot after spot. So, you know, it was nice. I, I it was a good way to kick off the show, uh, which then led to the. Uh, Sorry, I'm trying to look up like Thomas yes. and Hernandez, what their nationalities were. Oh, I was just very curious. Because uh, Hernandez is from Texas, so he's Mexican, and Homicide's <laughs> from Brooklyn. Well, his name is also so he's Sean Hernandez. Porter? He could be Puerto Rican or Dominican. Nelson Arasol. But you know, I'm just very curious. Um, Again, anybody who doesn't know that we're Hispanic is going to be like, "Yo, this is a real problematic podcast." <laughs> uh, we're Hispanic. <laughs> oh, he's Puerto Rican because he's a member of the large Puerto Rican community in New York, colloquially known as. New Yorkans. <laughs> so yeah. So then Hernandez is the the Mexican guy. Possibly. Houston, Texas. He could um, not be Mexican. He could not be. The Latin American exchange. LAX, bro. I love that name. Um Yeah, it's a good name. Anyway, so yeah. I'm sorry, I was just trying to skim through to see if they said his uh nationality. Um so yeah, uh, you know they went over good stuff. They look great. Uh, as uh, Hernandez is the crazy one, right? I mean, not Hernandez. Ortiz, um, Ortiz is the crazy one. That, well, he's, he's just the best. He's the unhinged. Best, the best. The best. And he always yells it. That's the greatest. He's thing the ever. Mark Br- Briscoe of the team. <laughs> the best. And then on, uh, did you see that when they had the brawl on AW Dynamite this week? No. Uh, they had the brawl with the. Bucks. I've seen nothing of Dynamite. I thought you said you saw Dynamite. No, I said I ha- I saw NXT. Oh. I didn't see Dynamite. Oh, okay. You said you saw Dynamite. They, they, oh, yeah. They had a brawl, and then they were getting pulled apart, and they were like, oh, we're not going to do it. And then Ortiz went, we lie! And then they ran into them. It was just really funny. Um, anyway, so it was like, awesome. It was a very good opener. Um, then the next match was... Oh, I was trying to get to it. It was Hangman versus Hangman the Bastard versus, Pac. Versus, uh, Pac. Pac. Okay, Pac. Um, the Bastard. Pac. Um... So how'd you feel about this match? I thought it was good. Yeah. 
I mean, like, there was the match I expected from these guys. Pac, in particular, being just awesome. Yeah, Pac is incredible. And, like, as a heel, it's just like, like, Neville was cool and all in NXT. And, like, the less said about the main roster, the better. But, like, this version is just downright amazing. It just feels like he really, like, you almost want to assume that he's a real piece of shit in person, like, in real life. Yeah. He seems like a real nice guy. Uh, Yeah, no, it's just, it's just great character work all around. And he's vicious, and he's, you know, he has, like, everything, everything is very methodical and has, like, a reason for happening. Um, His submissions are great. Even the, I also like that he's been doing the, well, black arrow from the middle rope now instead of the top rope. Was it the middle rope? Pretty sure it was. Maybe it was just the Phoenix Splash was the same fucking thing. Well, uh, I know the crowd was slow in the beginning, I think. Oh, I do. I I don't pay attention to that shit. And um, it got really crazy when they did that, uh, the, um, the brain buster on the chair outside. When uh, Adam Page hit uh, Pac with the, Pac with the. Brain Buster on the open chair in the corner. That's oh, yeah. fucking ridiculous. Um, but it was really good. I will say that Pack is incredible. Uh, I think he's like mega levels above Adam Page. Adam Page is good, but... Oh, yeah, yeah but yeah. I mean... He's all around crazy He's also been good. doing it for way longer. Yeah. Um, And in so many different places. Page won that, right? Yeah, they yeah. started doing a lot of counters in the end. Uh, and then it led up to the counter, uh, the counter where Pac was going to kick him in the balls. He was going to mule kick him. Yeah. He caught, she he did him before the and then he caught him and then he hit him with the spinning lariat. No, it was the, um, Oh, didn't he, didn't he spin lariat and then he hit him with the, it's called the. Oh, well, one is the buckshot the and the other one's yeah. the dead eye. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, he never, he, he never beat him, him with the, the dead eye. Yeah. yeah no, he went eye. for the buckshot a couple times and he hit him with it, but didn't win it. And the dead eye is what won it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was that. Yeah. It was Really good match. Though on AEW they did 50-50 booking and Pac went over. They have, they wrestled again. I have no idea what they're going to do with that or why they did that, but everything, assuming it should have a reason. But, um... Yeah. Well, I mean, I had to hear pre-full gear that the uh, the rankings were out. Let me see what the... Uh, I can find it real quick. Well, in AEW, Pac was undefeated until this match. Mm-hmm. And I think when they were against each other... If you're not counting the British match, I think they were Pac was up. I think he was two and Page was one. No. Uh because the British before match this, Page won because Pac got the DQ. The one where they couldn't wrestle because Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, before like pre-dynamite. Them. Yeah, when Dragon Gate didn't want him to lose. Yeah, and he was like, nah, fuck this. Well, whenever whenever this was put out pre-full gear, um, the number one contender was Cody, then Pac, Page, Kenny, Moxley. Yes. Uh, so post, well, I guess I don't know what happened. All of what happens on Dynamite, but I get it. It looks like it hasn't really changed. If anything, just Cody drops off that list. Well, I was talking about them against each other, Pack and. Oh, okay, okay. I thought yeah, you meant yeah, yeah. as far as like the title, because Pack has beat him at at what double or nothing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because wait, they, no, wasn't that Kenny? Didn't he fight Kenny at that one? That Moxie couldn't make it. Oh, yeah, yeah, he beat Kenny on the thing. And that's when he came on the press conference at the end. And he's like, why aren't you interviewing me? I beat Kenny Omega and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. I know he wrestled him on, on the TV show. He's beaten him because I think they're, they were two. And I think Pac has beaten Paige. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then 
technically, the thing is, if you count their match that they did in Britain, where they had that weird DQ running thing and impact left, if you didn't, if you if you did count uh, count that, they'd be two and two. They'd be both tied. Mm-hmm. But since they, like if you don't, then it's two and pages one. But now he's two for two. And then last night dynamite pack one, so he's three, and then page two gets each other. So it's just like I don't know why, but who knows? They'll probably do something with it. But Pack should be the one that went against the title. Even I think on two dynamites ago, he's like, I don't know why I'm not. And JR's like, I don't know why you're not. You're you've already you haven't lost once and you've beaten like all your people. And that was the one where they gave Darby Allen it. Mm. But it's just so they can kind of build new people. I mean, that's it. And also Pac versus Jericho feels like it shouldn't be like a random, like super quick TV show thing. It should feel should be built up to it. I guess he's a big guy. Like, I mean, he's a big like character wise, you know? Yeah. He's of of importance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's the thing, right? They, they kind of need to establish that the title or how often the title gets defended. If it, only have if, four pay-per-views a year. That's so, what I'm yeah, saying. So you, defended a lot. you can't do it at the pay-per-views strictly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to do kind of some stuff in between. I assume that's why Darby Allen got the shot on Dynamite. Yeah. So it's like once a month, once every two months. Something like that. Uh, but I mean, I, that's part of the stuff that needs to get worked out over time. So. Hmm, well, well I'm not saying it's only on the pay-per-views, but I'm just saying like I feel like you could build something to that, but whatever. That's the thing. I think you can build to it on a Dynamite. Probably will. You know, I don't know when they're not immediately supposed to even be, but mm, I got nothing for that. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, then the next match was uh, Sean Spears versus Joey Janela, which was okay. fine. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, there was also another wild thing where they had uh, uh, Tully fucking Spike pile helps Spike pile driver Joey. Yep. He jumped off the fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. old dude. I was like, all right, dude, blow your fucking legs out, your knees. Um, he's all right. He's like what seventy? Well. You can still do it. He's also one of the best talkers, and I just feel like since the beginning promos things when they came in, he had a lot of talking. But now, like he hasn't been used, I think, in like the capacity that Tully should be used. I don't know. I don't watch Dynamite like that. He well, they don't like cut a lot of promos in Dynamite. What do you mean you don't watch Dynamite like that? You just watch Dynamite. Not you just watch, but I mean you watch Dynamite. It's not like you gotta. Watch. Yeah, but I, it's not my priority. I like I'll I'll miss it. Oh, I thought like, you like I don't watch Dynamite like that. <laughs> no, like I, I it's not must watch for me. I'd much rather, like I said last time, watch NXT. Right, right. Um, so I'm not like that caught up on like the ins and outs of how often he cuts a promo. He doesn't. Well, yeah, rarely often do people cut promos on that show. You know, they don't have they have video packages and maybe they have like the Jericho ones and stuff. I do feel though, I will say this. I like Sean Spears. I think he's cool. I just don't feel like I don't know. I feel like they're pushing him and like I just feel like he shouldn't be pushed at the level that he's being pushed. I don't know. I don't know. I think he's I think he's solid. Uh I think he is. I think I, I think just a match against Joey Janela on a pay per view is just kind of whatever. I think that's more on the Joey Janela side than on the his side. Because like his matches against Cody were good. I think Joey should have won personally. Because Joey's like the new blood people that they should make bigger while Sean is, you know, he's there. But I don't think like putting him over like Joey would like does him like I feel Joey well, would get more from it. Joey Janela is pretty rudderless at the moment. He doesn't even have Penelope Ford. Well, they broke up in real life. That's he's going to have the Kip Sabian thing. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like, he's just kind of like, why push him if there's nothing to be gained yet? Well, that's why I was saying like, push him because he's, he's the new, not new guy, but you know what I mean? Like, um, I think if and young when, blood talent, like new, you know, get those guys over more than Sean. I think if, and when they establish like a secondary title, 
Uh-huh. Not and it's I'm explicitly not calling it a mid-card title. Uh-huh. Uh, cuz th- that was mentioned in that conference call so and, and uh Cody was just like I don't like the term mid-card title and I under- I fully understand, but it's uh, like a second title that like people can just strive for also. Yeah. I think that would be a good place to start pushing Joey Janela and like eventually get him to hold that title and then have that title like before be a springboard or launching pad to the to the bigger world title. And, you know, it's a effectively a proving ground, right? Like if you can do well with the IC, you know, whatever you want to call it title, then uh, and if you're received well, then uh, potentially that that says more for you as a as a character and as a personality to go for the main title. Right. Like theoretically, that's why there seems to be no rush to get the women's title off of Riho because she she from everything I've read and heard seems to do really well with like audiences and kids yeah. and everything. So like you want that exposure more and more with her. So it's become uh, a, a good proving ground for her in that element. I also think there's not a lot of girls on that roster that are, there aren't, but I mean like Penelope Ford doesn't wrestle and she's in the active women's roster. I think she might wrestle on dark. I have no idea. No, she hasn't. She just finally showed up on, on the paper. Okay. There you go. Yeah, it was the first time we ever saw her. And that was like the second time we've seen Kip Sabian. Did he, was he on one of the pay-per-views? No, he was on uh, Fight Fighter for Fest? the Fallen. Fight for the Fallen, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. match against Hangman. 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 Um, so yeah, Kip's back. He comes after Joey Janelle loses. Um, and they do kind of hint at real life stuff, which is legit to happen. Penelope and Joey broke up, and she went with Kip Sabian. Like, they are a couple. And so that's why she said, why be bad when you can be super bad? Because Joey is the bad boy, and mm-hmm. Kip Sabian's super bad. So, I mean, they'll probably ha- they're going to have a program now. Uh, you know, and it's a cool thing, like real life stuff kind of plays a little bit better, you know, cause you got real emotions and you can kind of like get more out of it. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, Kip is really cool. Like, you really? know, that one match against hangman. I was like, it's all right. I, I thought it was, he was, was pretty good. He just feels like a kind of a generic creator wrestler, create a <laughs> cruiserweight, you know? Yeah, I get you. <laughs> like maybe you arm know, extension I, I think i think if he uh if they give him some time either on tv or on one of the the you know youtube platform things or whatever and like more character comes through then that probably be really good for him but as far as like wrestling that i've seen like nothing's wowing me you know what i'm saying yeah like in that one in the hangman match like it shouldn't have been as close as it was. Hangman as being pushed at the time as oh, like well, yeah, that was the a problem. dude going for the title, yeah. like the, the one of the whoever was going to establish the title. Uh, he should have dominated him from a storyline standpoint, and I think he's a better worker from what I've seen. That was also the problem with Hangman that he, they were pushing for the title. And he just didn't feel like he was like they were putting him in that right caliber. But also, why why put him in a match against Kip Sabian? Like I get you're trying to make Kip Sabian. But like, yeah, then, they're just trying, but, to try to show the people that they have hired, like, right? Like, yeah. But then, like, whoever produced the match should have it should have been less even. You know what I mean? Because yeah, this is the guy that's going for your world titles, right? Um. So that I mean, my thoughts on that. Uh, I still think Sean Spears, especially if you're trying to establish more heels currently that aren't necessarily in the inner circle, right? Because like you have those heels, but now they're all interconnected, right? You need another at least freestanding heel. Or somebody to eventually build another stable around. I think Sean Spears is good for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think he carries the heel persona really well. Like, I don't think of Perfect Ten. 
He did it once, I think, when he first showed up. I think. Uh, he did it on he did it on the show. He got on the turnbuckle and he did the ten. Oh, did he? Man. The the his hood thing that like drapes down mm-hmm. has ten has a ten on it. Like he's not abandoning that, but I like that you don't like. He was very over with that ten shit. Yeah, and like that's not present here. I think the the chair shots of Cody like really kind of put the kibosh on a lot of that stuff, and it feels like he almost does it ironically to be like, "I'm still this guy, but fuck you." Right, and I like that about him. So I don't know. I think I think there's more there to him. I just think it needs to be uh kind of exemplified a little bit stronger. So whatever. Uh, then you have the triple th- threat tag match with SCU, the Luchas, and Private Party, which is just like a ridiculous match. Uh, here's my question: How do you like Lucha Brothers theme song? Oh yeah, I don't remember it right now, but I like mm-hmm. it. I'm all right. I'm okay. Want a little more from that? I, mean, I like it more than. The other two theme songs. Private Party song? Yeah. Yeah, Private Party's okay. Like, I like them as a tag team. Uh-huh. But you can tell they're young guys. They're quite green. I don't think, I don't even think they're super green like that. I just think that, like, if you compare them to, like, Scorpio and Kazarian, well, okay. there's a noticeable difference yes. from a uh, the way they work. Yeah. You know, like, they do work at a f- noticeably faster pace. And that leads to looking somewhat sloppier right like you know in my kind of fans perception of it you know like shit doesn't look as crisp and like it makes more sense now like when you hear people be like slow it down a little bit and do this and Mm -hmm. do that um but i think they're good like i think they do cool shit if anything they're like uh young bucks (laughs) just not nearly as a tongue-in-cheek about the spots and shit because the young bucks like real like aware of just being like super spot heavy yeah these dudes do a lot of spots but like there is a nice there is a coolness to them as people and characters right like i like that i also like the weird like velvet rope shit when they walk down to the ring i don't know why i like it probably party man yeah yeah, yeah. um i also like how they're announced oh yeah their drink their grand vodka (laughs) Um, I think the biggest takeaway that I'm remembering off the top of my head for the match, besides like our crazy stuff, was Phoenix doing the six jumps from one side of the ring, like the turnbuckle boom, boom, boom yeah, to yeah. the other one. Yeah. Uh, because that was the big setup where everyone just splashed everyone on the outside. Uh, and then it ended with um what was CD? it? Prior party was gonna do gin and juice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh Kazarian river he held on the rope so he didn't get uh flipped. Yeah, and then yeah, they turned into this SEU later and they dropped down. Uh, and they pin, they won. Yeah, which I mean, I mean which I'm totally cool. Yeah, with. I mean, they should have won. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, not not just insta losing. That'd be right, hysterical. Right. Well, I also think that like they're a very strong base to build a tag division on. Yeah, I I did think that uh, Christopher Daniels was going to come out and cost the Lucha Brothers the thing. He came out at the he end, but later, I thought yeah, yeah. he would show up and like you know like oh you know do some distraction. I mean, like I like the fact that um that almost kind of cheapens it if he did. Because then it's like Scorpio and Kazarian can't or like they need him to do it. And they're obviously baby phases currently. Yeah. So like it's not a real baby face thing to do. Plus, it just it's, well, it's him getting revenge for getting fucking. Right, I mean, he got him. revenge. Oh, well, yes. At the end. Yeah. Yeah. So then like he, you still get that. That he do Pentagon. Pentagon's like this guy's <laughs> doing the same thing. Shit. I am. He's that us. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's do it together. And it threw him the fuck off. He's the kid walking back up. And I was the like, fire. who's this non-tattooed guy? <laughs> the moment he came out, I paused and was like, what? 
because I thought it was Dark Order because the whole place yeah, went yeah, black. Yeah. And then it was the non-tattoo guy, and then they zoomed in, and I was like, oh, this got to be Christopher Daniels or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I figured also. <laughs> and then when he put him into his like his thing, the angel wings. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I know for sure it's Christopher Daniels. Yeah. He took off the mask. Uh, but yeah, that was it. Was I think I think it was done well enough. Yeah, no, I have no qualms against it. I was just I was expecting him to show up like mid match or somewhere. Yeah, but he, I mean, he wasn't there, there no the whole fucking time, so. DQs in AEW, which they prove on Dynamite. And I, mean, I think the, that's the thing. The ref has a ten count. Well, I think it's and also JR reminds thing. you all the time. <laughs> Come on, hey! <laughs> uh, I have to ten, and then I can do that. Was it in this match? Oh no, it was in the Ortiz and uh, the Prime Powerful one in the Young Bucks that they really emphasized the tagging. Like you know, you gotta hold that tag rope, or you can't tag feet. Oh he, yeah, he that, that was foot. very no, funny. No, 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 I thought no. that was super clever. Yeah, because they, because they're really trying to make a point that. Because it is that that that's the one problem that I had with this, and I think I talked to you, and I know I talked to my buddy Chris about it, is that it's so fucking weird. This tag rules, like when the Lucha Brothers are in the ring, since they work everywhere and they're just Lucha Bros, they had it where uh, Pentagon. This was like two uh, during the tag tournament. Pentagon was in the ring and he got tagged in. Like uh, he was on the same side with uh, Frankie Kazarian and they did Frankie Kazarian and I'm sorry, Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky tagged each other on the same side of like the apron, like this whole. Everyone's all over the place with tag rules because yeah, these yeah. are like super indie guys and they just do whatever the fuck you want, especially the Lucha Brothers. Uh, you you hire Lucha Brothers, they're just going to do whatever the fuck. Yeah, they do Lucha, Lucha things. <laughs> um, so it was just Hearing really funny. JR tried to describe it constantly. It's very funny. Well, JR got really upset on that match when they were just hanging. He's like, that's, that's not a tag. What's going on? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm an old guy. What the hell? Um, so yeah, they had, I love how they made it a point. Can't tag the feet. And everyone was like really upset about that. I'm like, yeah. that's good though. Cause you're setting fucking rules. And I know that was a big complaint that they've been receiving. So they're really trying to hammer it home. Like, and I think after the whole thing where people were getting tagged on the apron, they had a talk with the talents. Like, Hey, we have to, we have to follow right, tone it down a little bit. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta do this. Cause if not, we're just going to be all over the place, which yeah. And that's why that tag in the foot and then the blind tag. Now I didn't see that shit. And I thought that was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that, that's really funny. But anyway, yeah, the, the Lucha brothers, uh, match, I mean, the triple threat was good. Uh, so then after that, I think it was the women's, right? Cause we only got like two matches. Well, yeah. two official matches left. You know, I actually wasn't, I left during mid women's match. Uh, and it's a shame cause I hear it is quite good, but I was kind of, I was kind of like, ah, I already seen this and I wasn't going to feel it. And then I went to take a shower because it was yeah. just whatever. I mean, uh, I don't disagree with that. Assessment. I like Riho, but Riho is kind of also not my thing. It's I yeah, don't I don't I don't. Nothing makes me want to watch it. And that's kind of a shame, but well, that's how a lot of their women. And I, and I like some of the women, a lot of the women on the roster. I'm kind of just like, yeah, so I don't want to like I'm not really invested in it for the female uh, female aspect. I mean, I like Britt Baker, but she's mega green, you know, I think um, it depends who she's with. Well, her against Rio was good, but her against B Priestley was okay. That was the pre-show match or something. But they also have like a personal problem. Do they have personal, like legit real personal? I believe so. Uh, um, she gave her that fucking black eye, and Britt Baker was none too pleased about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and she had a concussion. Um, you know, Kong's cool. She's old though. Yeah. You know, and hell, I see Kong and Glow, and she's an old woman in that, <laughs> and she's only doing so much. I mean, Nyla Rose, duh, she's okay. Yeah, uh, they, uh, their best their best talents are the Japanese girls. They're Joshi's. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Riho and then Hikaru Shida. Like she's good too. Like yeah. they're they're good. They also girls. have Ali who just hasn't been around since she had that one match. 
Uh, Allie was on Dynamite this. Oh, time. was she? Okay. But Kong came out and took her hair. Like it's this weird thing. Brandy like resurrected Kong, and I'm like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. Snatching WWE. them weaves, yeah. Yeah, this weird WWE storyline where like Lucha Underground where she resurrects her, and no one knows what's going on. So yeah, and she She's beat got up. that urn. Yeah, she summoned her with Voodoo Magic, and then uh, Allie was there talking to Tony Schiavone, and then lights go out and Kong's there staring at her. Beats a shit over. Like Allie fights her and then she they cut her extensions. <laughs> Cause all the girls are losing their extensions. Um I think they need to focus some on the American talent just because like it's hard enough to connect to American talent and then like the Joshi talent is even harder to connect to. Well, Riho's never cut a promo. I think they had their they had their video package, her and Amy uh-huh. Sakura. Uh, like you know thing and Amy crying was very touching because you know it's her and they had like what 260 matches they said or something yeah so crazy you know and she's in this huge American thing with like all these people watching so you know she's come up from with her student yeah yeah. Um, it was a good match though yeah yeah, and I hear it was good and it's a shame but I was like ah I was like I like Riho but like I don't like Riho like I don't know it's just something about it I'm just like okay yeah it's weird too because I like like Hikaru Shida more than I like Riho yeah she had that match I think it was last week on Dynamite. Yes, it was her first match besides the pay per view one. I forgot who it was against uh, that uh, Portuguese girl. Oh yeah, the girl, girl from with the Portugal. Uh, was it the girl with the dreads? No, she didn't have dreads. She had a ponytail, but she was a blonde she, girl from like Portugal. Then maybe it was the week prior. She her car. She only had one match, and it was this the girl. No, it was that. It was that. It was that black girl. No, she didn't wrestle the black girl. You talking about Big Swole? Yeah, Big Swole was on Dark last night. She had a match like. I saw it. Big Swole. And I don't watch Dark. Big Swole, uh, well, the Dark episode where she was on wasn't, hasn't happened yet. It's, but what I'm it, saying is I don't watch it. Big so Swole was only on that, that women's um, rumble. Mm. Hikaru Shida had her first match last week or two weeks ago. And it was I'm against a white girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a white girl. Shana? Shana? Shana was her name. And she was like from Portugal or something. Let's see. Big Swole. Which I think Big Swole is like Cedric Alexander's girlfriend, isn't she? No, it's MJ Jenkins. M- okay. Big Swole matches. Love cage match. Well, look at Picard Sheeta. That's how you could have just done it to see who she wrestled. No, man. She fucking wrestled her. Oh, okay. It was on dark. Uh, 11-6. Like mega on dark. That was like what? Their first show? No, it was last week. 11-6. <laughs> Today is 11-15? 14. So it was eight days ago. Oh, I don't remember. Well, yeah, man. I was like, I well, her, saw them Her first show on, match. on Dynamite was against Shayna. And that was her, like, welcome to Dynamite debut because she hasn't been okay. on it since the pay-per-view. Yeah, like, I know I'm not going crazy. <laughs> I know I saw it. Because um, I was like, oh, this is interesting. I guess I did watch Dark. I would have known. I never watch that shit. Just because, like, where, who has the time? Dark's only an hour, right? I think. Yeah. yeah, it's an hour. So much wrestling. I barely watch Raw. Like, I put that shit on, and then, like, a segment immediately comes on that I don't want to watch. I change the channel, I start playing fucking Spider-Man again, and I never come back to it. Like, <laughs> an hour later, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right, I was watching Raw. And then, really, all I care about, I'm that guy from fucking uh, um, Wrestling Observer Live who just wants to talk about the women's matches. That's all I want to watch. Jim <laughs> uh, <gym> for Virginia. Jim <laughs> uh, for Virginia. Dude, on WWE TV, that's all I want to watch because those are the only matches that really, really interest me. All the other ones I've just seen a billion times that Jim I could not give less of a fuck. You know, he's a nice guy, but he's a fucking meme. 
He's just Jim from Virginia. He sounds like a creepy, like, seven-year-old oh, dude. million percent. But he's not, like, seven years old. I think he's, like, 30-something. <laughs> That's or so funny. I think. Last time I saw him, I think. Yes, I'm Jim from Virginia. What do you think about the women's match? That <laughs> no. <laughs> and he's just, that's all he cares about. And that's all he gives a shit about. And then, or you could, I mean, you could be Ryan from Cumberland, uh, Ryan, you know, from Maryland. I mean, there's a guy from from Miami that called. Yeah, yeah, the Miami guy. The yo, what's uh, that guy? I forget. He's like the wizard or something. Um, but uh, hi, this is Ryan from Cumberland, Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the conspiracy theories, and then Brian fucking hates, <laughs> and he's banned him multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, Ryan from Cumberland, Maryland. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd much rather be Jim from from Virginia at this point. <laughs> but yeah, dude, that that I I swear to you that happens on on Raw and SmackDown. I'm just like, don't care. I'll get back to it eventually. Don't care. Because they're main I'm roster st- shit, dude, dude. You know what? It's not because even the it's people okay. I really like, uh-huh. I've just seen it already. And like, I can only watch them peel the same potatoes so many different ways. Like, man, I, I lowered down the volume during the Lana segment because okay. I got a really sad. Oh, I didn't see that the, shit from the like her talking. I, I heard like, about it. I heard the or I saw the reaction on Twitter. I love sex. Is <laughs> that what happened? Yeah, oh, man, he just loves sex. Sex, he sex me. I love sex. I have sex with Bobby Lashley. It was the best sex. Oh yeah, that was that was another fun thing. The Twitter was just like, yeah, of course. Whenever I talk about my lover, I use their first and last name. Mm. Sex. Uh, okay, and then we had the uh, Cody versus uh, Jericho match, which yep. was quite good. Um, yes, I will say it had that oh, for, poor, fortuitous poor juice. Cody. Yeah, or Cody didn't it. rotate full enough, and he fucking face planted. The ramp because their ramp was the cool Elevated. ramp that I really like the Japanese really? style. I love that. That's the I'm, old Japan. I'm fifty fifty with those. I know I've seen them. Yeah, 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 and like I like them, I but sometimes mm, I think it's I think it's a little so janky. Cool. Wrestle Kingdom did that what last year? I mean, like ECW used to do that shit too. Did they? At times, not always. Oh yeah, yeah. They had it for the famous um what's his like name? Barely legal or uh, Bam Bam and, uh, and Taz, right? Yeah, and he DDT him through the the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I love that. I don't know. It's like some weird because the only people I ever saw was like all Japan doing that, and it's just just a weird thing. Like it comes to the ring, and then it's just there. Like it's I, I don't know. I mean, like, they had it for uh, Fight for the Fallen. That like the tubes led. Oh, there was a step down. There was a step down, and yes. but then it led immediately it led, yeah. to the ring. But like WWE doesn't do that. I mean, yeah, the the cool walk is cool, but it's it's I like it because it's like it feels so different. It's like look at this cool thing. It's mm. like you're just kind of walking to the ring. I got no reason for that. Just give me the nice slope down, and then you climb into the ring. Uh, so yeah, they had a uh, Cody. He he hit him first with had, the splash. Had it gone all the way to the floor, he could have rotated. Oh, yeah, he could have rotated. Um, he hit him with the splash, and then he went again, and then a Jericho moved. Yeah, and he fucking just skidded on his face, and that thing was definitely not planned. Like he didn't gig. That thing was like a full like crescent moon. I mean, it's also diamond plate that you're falling on. Yeah, <laughs> like that shit is nuts. That was. Apparently he's also not. I don't know if they announced it on on uh, Dynamite, but he's not cleared. He wasn't cleared after full. He wasn't Dynamite. He, yeah, he but he wasn't a, cleared to. Or, well. well, he got in a massive brawl with Jericho and oh. MGF. Uh, but the match was great, and the blood did make it more intense because Cody was yeah, like yeah. fucked up. Um, yeah, it says Cody Rhodes not cleared to wrestle after, after full gear. This was four days ago, according to the wrestling sheet. Well, he didn't wrestle. He got in a. In a yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. It says after busting his head open on the entrance ramp last night during full gear. AEW says Cody Rhodes is not currently cleared to wrestle. All Elite Wrestling put out an update on Cody, which states the wrestler required eight stitches on Saturday night after his match against world champ Chris Jericho. The company claims Cody also suffered a, a costal, costa crondal, 
hosochondral separation, which is a bruising, uh, bruising rib. Therefore, he's currently unable to wrestle this time. Well, he was supposed to. He had that nasty bruise, but they were playing up the the his rib problem. Yeah, yeah. But then him busting open his head was like, all right, fuck it, we'll just do the head thing too. Because that's where Jericho really went at it. Um, I know when the docs came in check, Cody was yelling, "Don't stop this match!" Yeah, like, yeah, he yeah. was super like, "We're not stopping this shit." Um, I was really kept cool. asking him about it. Uh, Jericho and Cody really, really well done. Uh, what did it come down to that Jericho? Caught Cody on the top rope and he turned into the yeah into the walls. Yeah, he dropped them down into yeah the, he turned the walls. Cody got out well, and into then, like a lion tamer. Well, he rotated in that at first yeah, it was yeah, the walls yeah. and then yeah. he rotated the lion tamer and then he kept then stomping he on his head. On the head yeah. And then like it is during the moment when he before he rotated, you could hear the audience like flipping out. Yeah. And I thought someone was coming out because uh, what's his name was there earlier. Um, Jake Hager. Uh, Hager was there. And he did fuck up Cody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, and then he did it twice. Out. And then uh, Aubrey saw him, ejected him. MJF cracked up at him. And then he destroyed MJF. Yeah. And then so I thought he was coming back because you hear the whole audience flip out. Oh, no. Once that happened, I looked in the corner and I saw MJF. Well, they duck did that under. pull out. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I saw him duck under and like grab the towel. Uh-huh. And then like when he pops back up, like as if nothing happened, he had a towel in his hands. And I was like, fuck, he's going to throw in the towel. Well, that, uh, yeah. And then so yeah, he throws it in. And I was like, okay. And because it. of whatever I had already seen that he kicked him in the dick. Oh, like, you had to, you had to, yeah, it got uh, spoiled. Fucking the internet, man. Um, Can't go anywhere. The, um, obviously MJF was going to turn at some point. Yeah. You know, it could have happened here. It didn't have to, he could have just turned in and like agree and you know, he could have just built up, but it did. And it, but it turned out probably for the best. Though. It went in the best moment. It's because when Cody accepted what he did was for the best, Cody couldn't get out of it. He understood it, tapped him on the shoulder and then he got fucking field goal punted right in the balls. You know, and mega nuclear heat. And I don't know if that was a plant or a real fan that threw that fucking oh, that cup, right that, cup face. that exploded that so all great. over him. And he looks at him. You see that fan yelling. I have no idea if that was a plant. If that wasn't that guy, like, I think security was rushing that guy. But that was like ridiculous. I was like, holy shit. It's like WCW shit. Like this guy just got pelted. And it, like it was a direct hit because it exploded all over. And MJF didn't skip a beat. He just grinned and smirked at that guy and just kept walking. Uh, MJF is fucking awesome though. Like him on the mic is incredible. Yeah, he's like him on this dynamite. Yeah, he is very hateable. He he cuts his incredible promo. This dude is, uh, and I'll quote um, Melzer saying, "He is like Roddy Piper. Like he he is so snappy, so fast. Like he doesn't stop. Like he's incredible." Um, but uh, yeah, that was awesome. So that's also, good. I like that he also knows how to turn the the audience, even when they kind of support him. He always does some dick thing. Yeah, because he knows he's so quick. He's so he's yeah. so he's got such quick wit. He can just go. Uh, it was good because now this Cody has someone to feud with, and then Wardlow showed up, and Wardlow on Dynamite is like MJF's buddy, so Cody can do this. Uh, this from like MLW shit or no, no, no. Wardlow's the guy they've been on two of the shows, and I think on. Double or nothing. They had like a weird promo package with this super buff guy in a parking lot beating up a bunch of dudes. They didn't even know. It was probably during a commercial. They probably stepped out real quick, but they had a quick promo package for this rando guy. And then they showed him again. I'm like, he's just some big buff white dude. And so he came out and he was in a suit and tie when Cody was out there uh, attacking MGF. And then MGF and him just like beat the shit out. Of, well, he beat the shit out of Cody. So obviously this will lead Cody to fight these two guys. And then there was a, a tag match for the tag team titles of Cody uh, Jericho and Sammy Guevara versus SCU yeah, uh, and Scorpio that. pins Jericho. So that leads up with Jericho wrestling Scorpio. So at least we have something, you know, you can go for the title, you know, next week or what have you. Um, 
so that's the end of the show and then the final end was the uh fucking death match so how do you feel about the death match i was fine with it okay i was fine with it too uh i can understand that people it wasn't their thing i mean i don't watch death matches i mean i don't either but it's it's i feel like they tempered you a lot leading up to this thing yeah but this like i will say it was also on pay-per-view yeah and i will say the because even the ones on dynamite like there's a lot happening with the fucking thumbtacks and the this and the that. Yeah, but you've seen thumbtacks in WWE. This guy, he they had the an actual real barbed wire baseball bat, and he yeah, fucking like he. I know. But he did the hit shit. behind the back of the head, and it was just like everywhere, and then it was on his arm and stuff. And yeah, that was intense. Was but like, again, oh, they've shit. introduced that in the dynamites leading up to this. They had, they have, but they never like. Yeah, they didn't hit each other. Yeah, with it. But I mean, like the notion has been introduced. Yes. So like, you know, it's Chekhov's barbed uh, bat. You're going to use it. And then that broom where he just sweeped and just cut his whole back over. That was funny. Um, so I understand where some people are like, no, this isn't, this is not my cup of tea. I mean, yeah, that, I that glass that. had been fake. Oh yeah. A million percent. Uh, but Same with the screwdriver. Like, well, it's, it's the triple H covers the entire sledgehammer with his hand before he hits you because like, he's just like dragging the screwdriver. No blood. No, nothing. No, he dragged the glass on. No, no. He also dragged oh, the screwdriver. Oh, okay. Like when he was up on the ramp. He grabs it and he's just like, nothing, no signs of trauma on the skin whatsoever. I think the only things that were real to cut them were the broom and the bat, but that's still yeah. like, he hit him with that. Like, the when mousetraps is also hilarious. Oh, that mousetrap sucked, dude. I saw it. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, because really? that, shit, that shit looks like it probably, it doesn't like, if it catches you, it probably yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. hits. Like, but I mean, sting. later on, like, like if your hand went there, come out. <laughs> Later on, fucking Mox is just like walking over the mousetraps, like after that uh, uh, spot yeah. I've been using. Well, he had the boots. He didn't fall into his bare uh, flesh. <laughs> look, man, I've seen jackass. They've done plenty of mousetrap shit. The, like, they're fine. The dragging Moxley through, or Kenny through the glass. They both went through so much glass. Well, I, I forgot who put who in the the submission, and he had like, yeah, it was Moxley that was in the submission. Die hard crawl through yeah. the glass. And even in my head, I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. You know, like, I was like, ow, man. That was fucking real, and it's supposed to be. Like, this is, like, I don't want to, like, he's like, yeah. It's like wrestling, dude. I know, but I mean, they already had set the precedent of them, like, fucking gashing themselves, so I was like, maybe because Moxie really wants to go fucking No, I knew that glass was sugar glass, dude. Like, (laughs) I just knew. They did the DDT on it and stuff. Well, the Death Rider, the elevated Death Rider on that. Oh, no, yeah, no, Death Rider. Uh, the fake shit was the spiderweb thing, but seeing that, I was like, oh my god. Well, no, because even at a certain point when they were pulling out Moxley, like, it's not razor wire and shit, but, like, the little barbs, like, they stuck to him. They like, stuck, one of them but, was just like... Boink. But when they came out, they weren't, like... Yeah, they weren't they all weren't fucked fresh up. pricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, fresh pricks, good name for this podcast. <laughs> the knee through the glass, the V-trigger was pretty cool. Yeah. The spotlight. Uh, even though poor, poor Kenny, like, he hits it. But then since his body is already in motion, that top piece of yeah, plexiglass is like blop yeah. right in the face. Um, I will say the Phoenix splash on the fucking pine boards that Kenny does at the end. Oh, buddy. I was like, yo, that's that that fucking that's like that belly flop in the pool. That like fucking probably. Hurt well, I mean, even Moxie's, it looked like he clapped his face on. That yeah, thing. it did. Moxie's uh, when he took that bump on, I was like, oh, yeah. And then the elevated death rider on that thing where like that's probably like the top of your head hitting that shit. That does not feel good, even if it is like. Well, yeah, even if you have even if you're that, that does not feel good, especially like he elevated him. He's like brain buster into it. I was like, Um, I was I mean, I'll sign up the match. I was fine. Like, I was cool with it. I was like, this is cool because I'm not a pussy. No, I mean, hey, man, some people just want a wrestling. And, you know, uh, I will agree that I will say 
that Moxley and Omega, if they had a straight wrestling match, would have been fucking awesome. This was a cool spectacle of something yeah. that... You but, I mean, it was billed as such. Because, yes. I mean, honestly, like, I still haven't seen the entire Jimmy Havoc, Joey Janela, uh, Darby Allen thing, but that was fucking ridiculous, too. Yeah, well, the only most, the max resistance thing was them putting the thumbtacks in uh, Jimmy Havoc's mouth. Yeah, and kicking him. Yeah, kicking him. <laughs> uh, but, that goes... So, I'm just saying, like... This could have been gig tax. <laughs> the point is, anybody is just like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. They've been seeding out these kinds of matches little by little since the start true but i mean this I, just took it up a very significant notch yes if they busted out light tubes i would have been like oh, i would have cracked yeah. up um i would have cracked up too but yes a lot of uh, uh a lot of people did take away from some people were like really just like not my thing and i hey hey i get you i don't watch deathmatch also it takes two people because obviously kenny was up for it yeah and i heard later on after you know a day or whatever brian Alvarez had said that moxley had actually been wanting to do a match like this since he was in WWE, but they wouldn't let him. Of course not. And so he was able to do it like this. Uh, and then what's his name? Um, uh, Tony. Tony Khan, the owner of the company, said that uh, uh, the the only reason they did this on pay-per-view is because they could do it on pay-per-view. Yeah. And they'll never do something like this of that like level on normal TV. Of course not. Yeah. That's the point for the pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. And if they ever do it, like, maybe one time a year, you'll see it. But it's only safe for this because they can just do it on the phone. They can yeah, go, course. like, barbed wire bat. Oh, yeah. Also, know. fucking Moxie's just, like, cursing at camera, which is hilarious. Oh, yeah. Within five seconds of the match, it's like, you want some fucking garbage wrestling? Let's get some fucking garbage wrestling. Yeah, he said that. <laughs> I love him so much more. Yeah. And it was funny, too, because when he said it, I was like, hey, hey garbage wrestling. <laughs> yeah, Dean Ambrose can never be this. Um, yeah, he's hot as fuck, man. He's awesome. It was weird that he was in the pants now. He's He's been in the pants since he came back to TV. Since he came back from the staff infection. He only had that one match in the shorts. Didn't he have one like a few weeks ago in the shorts? That was the one match in the shorts. That's when he came back from the staff infection and then he's been pants man. Hmm. Yeah. Also, Jericho's going to wrestle Tanahashi as the champ? Well, they just won't say he's the champ. Hmm. They don't have to say he's the fucking It's funny. Uh, I, know, I meant to bring this up last time, but... Uh, a bunch of people on Twitter, I guess. I don't know if it happened bef- like after last recording. Kept pressing uh, Nick Jackson about like uh, the New Japan thing. And he was just like, it's not happening, guys. Like, I'm not saying this to say it. It's not happening. Well, they're moving to America. So mm-hmm. we don't know what cities in the, the southeast, but who knows? Maybe they'll be down here. Mm-hmm. It's four cities for southeastern territory. We may be the one lucky one from Miami. And fuck yeah, I'll go see New Japan America. And I'll go see that shit. Um... So yeah, I mean it was it was overall a very good show. Uh Dynamite was really good. I know NXT was was really cool too. Um Survivor Series is coming up. NXT Takeover is before Survivor Series, right? Or it's on the same weekend. No, it's on the same weekend. Uh they just haven't said they they haven't announced what the NXT Survivor Series team is. They have the SmackDown and the Raw one. They have no thing. I like what they've been doing with uh not really solidifying too many of the War Games teams. Uh, until this past week's yeah, or until they, this week's because Gargano's not coming, so they had to take. He has a neck it. injury. Yeah, no one knows how severe it is. Like no one knows. Like, oh, let me see. This is again on uh, progressing sheet, but this is this is from two days ago. Uh, just talking about a neck injury. WWE manager was hoping to have Gargano wrestle against Finn Balor at the event taking place during Survivor Series. However, due to the neck injury, it won't be possible. Severity injury is unclear at this yeah, time. Knows. Yeah. All right. So I can leave us off with this one last question. Wait, the question. Miz and Page also re-signed five years. 
Yes, and Nakamura recently had resigned. Did he? Yeah. Sinkara requested. I was gonna say that. that Sinkara leaves. So because of Sinkara wanting to go, he's probably not gonna be let go. Um, who do you think has the the best hands in the backstage now? <laughs> I, I, I read I read that on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw that from the black and house. I was like, who's got the best hands? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You would never expect my boy Sinkara to have the best hands. It's true. <laughs> Becky Lynch. Get the fuck out of here. You know what? Maybe she don't have the best hands, but she can for sure take a punch. Uh, yeah, most definitely she can. <laughs> Been watching some of the new Total Divas, and uh, they circle around to like Nia Jax being all like you know bent out of shape and shit. And she was like, "People think I'm safe," and blah blah blah. And they show the clip for punching Becky in the face. She does fucking turn around, just clock her. Yeah, it is. yeah, yeah just bah! turn around, bomb. Uh, anyway, okay. So next week we'll go back in the swing of things and talking about NXT and and uh, Dynamite really mainly and the little bits of Raw and SmackDown because the whole Survivor Series so it's just bits and pieces of nonsense. Well, I'm trying to see this last minute notes. Uh, how excited are you for Sammy Callahan versus Tessa Blanchard for the Impact uh, it's, title? It's, it's very interesting, but uh, they've done it already once. This will be a second time. No, they'd wrestle for the X Division. She Sammy Callahan uh, ruined her chances of getting the X Division title. Oh, okay, she was in the X Division match. I know she's been fighting the uh, the brothers that are with Sammy Callahan. Yeah. I'm like sure she had name? been. Fuck, what are the names? The guy who was part of Sanity before. No, not him. It's the two brothers. He's another guy. I don't know if you saw the end Sorry, of... Sawyer Fulton. Uh, you probably didn't, but I've seen like the snippet of the TNA puts on YouTube. Of Impact, I'm sorry, puts on YouTube. After he beat Brian Cage, Sammy Callahan was like, yeah, he's got the fucking belt, no VE music playing. And then Tessa comes out and she gets his face. And I had to turn off because Sammy fucking hawks a Louie up in the air onto his own face. And it's like fucking all over his face. This huge foamy glob. And she's like, like we're in a boxing match, like yeah, super yeah. close. She never breaks character. Like I would have gone ah, and just tr- like started to puke. I really liked Tessa. She was that close. I was like, how the fuck are you not vomiting? Like it's like this dude. And he's like that kid that goes in the pool and gets that booger line. Like whoo just goes all over his face and I was like, I'm, I'm oh, watching a, a clip that's on pressing sheet at the end of uh of his match when he beats Brian Cage and she comes out in a cage yes yeah yeah, yeah. he fucking you see him go and just hawk it and it just fu- you have to get to when she comes out and they come yeah out. No, no that's what I'm, I'm trying to skip and he just nails his face I turned it off inside I'm like I can't watch this it's fucking disgusting okay, she's getting in the ring he just there we go. He just did it. He just oh look at that huge white glove and she's like point blank. I was like, how are you not fucking puking? I was like, I cannot. I could not fight this man. This, this is on a level of not knowing. Oh, there's two of them. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking funny. disgusting. Yo, dude. Uh, anyway, I, don't I wish know. Tessa wasn't WWE. I think she'd be awesome. Tessa would be. She'd be the man. Yeah, she's a she's a fucking powerhouse. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. I like uh-huh. the she teams of Jordan Grace too. Yeah, I love Jordan. Um, also, apparently, I I missed it. Yeah, uh, watching uh, NXT or it's on uh, for something else. I don't know. Zia uh, Lee kicked what's her face, uh, Aaliyah, right in the face. That was in the match on NXT. You missed it. Uh, well, I was watching the Hulu cuts. So they might have cut it. The Hulu version is an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was I didn't know the, if they cut. That was on their match. She like fucking busted her nose. Yeah, and Aaliyah. There's, there's a picture. There's yeah, a picture. with the uh, what's her name next to her. Yeah. No, no, no. There's a picture you posted backstage. Yeah, the picture backstage, it's with her and uh, Satana Garrett or whoever. Her. No, it's just her. Oh, there's one with her and her partner, the girl. Vanessa Bourne. Vanessa Bourne. And she's like, her whole fucking face is just... No, this oh. is just her with her face bloody. Oh, okay. And, uh... Mia Yim's also face got fucking destroyed. Oh, my God. It's all... Did you see the little 
footage of uh, which I didn't know Keith Lee and her were a couple. And he comes out. Yay! She's walking up the ramp, and he comes out, and he like sees how she's doing, and he gives her water, and then he drops on a knee. And everyone thought she was going to propose like like he's going to propose right now. Like he drops on a knee and he does this and he reaches his pocket and he gives her a water bottle. Like I was like, holy shit, this guy's going to propose. And then he stands up and she laughs and she they give a kiss and then he checks her nose and they walk backstage. That's funny. No, but what was really funny is that, that bloody picture of Aaliyah. Uh, Vanessa Bourne re- quote tweets it and just says, wow, let's give it up for the sloppiest person in the locker room and at tag Xylee. That snitch tag. With some. <laughs> She's like, bravo, you've outdone yourself. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so once again, these are your hosts, Rocky and Rick. We'll catch you next week. Ciao. Later. Sleep.